0: Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. I like to be super dramatic in that opening, you know, because this is a podcast about creepy abandoned places. But I felt like that one was a little too dramatic. But anyway, my name is Kay Anagonio. Thank you for checking out No Tracers. I appreciate you picking this podcast out of all the podcasts you have to listen to out there in the world uh curious how you found this podcast please hit me up at k in agonio on twitter i'll put my tweet my Twitter. i'll put my twitter down in the description if you want to follow me and let me know where you first came across the no tracers podcast why did you pick it uh was it because of the ratings and feedback that are under this podcast because those really help. And by by me saying that, I'm basically asking you, please leave a rating and feedback if you like this podcast. It helps us grow on the iTunes charts. If you're on Spotify or Anchor or somewhere else, I don't know if there's a rating system, but if there is, please rate the podcast. If you do leave a rating and feedback, I will send you a signed photo print. All you got to do is send me a screenshot to at no dot tracers on Instagram, and I will absolutely get a signed photo print out to you. Also, if you would like a copy of my book, No Tracers, An Urban Explorer's Diary, you can pick one up at notracers.com slash shop. Again, I will put a link down in the description for you. And I have to thank our partner, Liquid Death Water. If you guys don't know what Liquid Death Water is, don't worry. There's an ad coming for you in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout. For 10% off your order liquid death murder your thirst so this week on the no tracers podcast i'm joined by jen brown xo if you don't know who she is you should definitely check out her instagram also if you want to see some of her photos while we talk there's actually a youtube version of this podcast on the just the letter k youtube channel if you want to check that out there's a link in the description. Thank you guys. Let's jump into this episode. Jen, can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience how long you've been exploring for?
1: Okay, so my name is uh, Jen Brown. I go by Jen Brown XO on Instagram. I'm based out of Long Island, New York. Um, I've been exploring on and off since I was probably 15 years old. Um, and then I really started getting into it again back in 2016. Where then I started like introducing like my photography into it. And that's kind of me. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. So tell me a little bit about uh, your first exploration. Tell me like what happened, where you went, who you were with, that kind of thing.
1: Well, my first like exploration wasn't, I guess, like really an exploration. Like when I was 15, I used to hang out with like someone that I went to school with. Um, and there was like a, an abandoned warehouse, like in town that the guys would like go to and like ride skateboards and stuff. Uh, so I joined my friend one day and it was really funny. Um, he like just took pictures of me or whatever, just sitting there. So it was kind of interesting to like, look back now, um, and to see like, oh, that's kind of what I've been doing, you know, most of my life.
0: That's awesome. I love, you know, I started out when I was like thirteen or fourteen, so kind of around the same age and my brothers and I went out into the woods and we found this like abandoned house that was out in the woods and that was my first, my first taste of, you know, urban exploring and I got hooked on it immediately and I've kind of been doing it ever since. Uh, but similarly to you, I didn't really get fully into it until like 2016. Um, I lived overseas. I grew up overseas and there wasn't really like an urbex community where I was at. I lived in the middle East. And so there wasn't like a group yeah. of people to explore with, you know what I mean? It <laughs> yeah, was no, more like, yeah. And I was like 16 at the time. So it was like, uh, definitely not something I was, I was into, but when I moved to California, I met like a group of people that like to explore as well. And they kind of took me under their wing and we started exploring, um, for you, can you talk a little bit about the community out in New York? Um, as far as like the urbex community goes and, and what you've gained from that?
1: Oh, like just being out here in New York and in the East coast, like there's just so many locations and there's just so many people. Um, in the last four years that I've been doing this, I've met like hundreds of people that have become like better friends in my life than I've ever had like previous to this hobby um, and everything like that so it's kind of like awesome like you know there's such a good community out here um, and you know like everyone like you know just is very nice to each other like up here like you know we're very friendly and what so and uh, you know it's pretty nice you know
0: so with your photography you, you introduced that like 2016 time um, so tell me a little bit about what What your goal was as far as like capturing content? Were you doing it for like Instagram? Were you doing it for yourself? and talk about the introduction of like Instagram apps like that and and what that did for you?
1: So, like with me, like when I first like got like back into exploring, probably when I was like twenty one, um, I went to King's Park Psychiatric Hospital. And with there, I was taking like pictures on my cell phone. Um, but when I started getting back into it and then I like actually like was hanging out in the buildings a little bit more, like I wanted to capture them and photograph them. And, you know, I was always kind of active on Instagram throughout the years. And, you know, I had realized all of a sudden, like when I started doing this, that there was this huge community out there, like just using like Kings Park hashtags or just any abandoned hashtags. Like I didn't realize how much was actually out there, like where I am, like, it's a small area. But I mean, I grew up like a four years old, like stumbling across my first abandoned house. So you know, so like, it's always kind of been a part of my life. So it's just nice that like, Instagram has like, put the drive into me to like, kind of, you know, get out there and showcase my work. And I mean, without it, I don't think I would have pushed myself. And I also wouldn't have met the people that I've met. Like I've come a long way in the last four years, just because of Like the people I've met through this community, like I didn't edit photos like four years ago. I used to shoot with a fisheye lens. Like what was I doing, you know? (laughs) And I just met all these amazing people that like kind of showed me the way. And like, I was always an explorer at heart. Mm. So for me, like, and I'm a very rush, rush person just in my everyday life. So with me meeting people that take a really long time that are photographers, it really slows me down and makes me focus more on my work and improving myself to be a better photographer
0: I love that I love yeah. that it allows you to like kind of slow down and, and take it a little bit like take a little bit more time to you know capture your images and and it even to explore I'm sure I'm sure it, it like allows you to you know slow down and, and appreciate it more
1: oh yeah no definitely definitely without a doubt and that's the thing like since I've been doing this for so long, like I've kind of found my niche in like the old like Victorian like structures. So like for me just to be there while my friends take like two hours to shoot, it's just nice to take it all that in, like all that architecture and everything like that.
0: And I love hearing like, About the the niches of these different explorers, I've I've uh, interviewed quite a few people on this podcast so far, and you know they all have their like favorite thing. Like some of them like asylums, some of them like houses and mansions. Like I like that you're into like the Victorian stuff, and that's very ample over on the East Coast, I think, especially in your area. Oh
1: yeah, no, definitely. And that's the thing. I mean, I've been doing this for four years, and for the first like two years, I was doing it pretty much every weekend. And I haven't seen all of it. And I mean, you know, there's just so much out there if you put the time into like looking for it. Like four years, and I've gone from Maine all the way across to like Ohio down to North Carolina, Tennessee. Wow. that's
0: amazing I love (laughs) I love it I love what exploring does and like the like we were talking about the community and getting to do those road trips and and just go hit spots like it's so exciting and I like I love I love this hobby it's oh yeah no definitely
1: and like that's the thing like with me is like the hobbies like really changed me a lot as a person because with like me like I guess I had like anxiety when I was younger and whatnot and I was always afraid to go and do things on my own and I really limited my myself like doing things is I didn't have someone there and because of like photography like it it, I'm not that person like I actually truly like enjoy taking road trips by myself like of course I love the company and I do things with my friends but like every so often I'm like I need a break guys like Mm -hmm. I'm just going out and like I started going on like five day road trips by myself and it's just like it's just like insane it's like a whole nother world
0: Oh, that's awesome that you, like, do that yourself. One of my questions is actually do you explore with people or alone? Like, do you have a preference versus one or the other? Um,
1: I used to really enjoy exploring with people. And, like, the thing was is, like, a, pe- a lot of people that I didn't explore with no longer do it. Mm. Um, so that's what kind of put me... To myself a little bit and also because like I found my niche with houses. There's like not much drama in houses and you don't yeah. really see that them getting vandalized so much because people don't share them. Um so because I kinda went on the the house niche and everything like that, um, it's kind of made me break out that I wanna explore a little bit more by myself just because I don't know, I like listening to podcasts on the road <laughs> and just, you know, just taking in the scenery and really enjoying it. But like, if I'm going to go and do something that's not, like not house exteriors or something that I'm not really familiar with, then yeah, I'm obviously going to go with people just to be safe about it.
0: Yeah, for sure and then uh for gear like gear wise uh do you have recommendations for new explorers uh, whether it's the camera you use or maybe a pair of shoes or a certain backpack you use do you have a gear recommendations
1: uh no so i'm actually really horrible when it comes to this i explore (laughs) in like little like red like fake head sneakers um and i mean i started off really bad in the beginning like i bought stuff cheap so like the one thing i can say to people is like really if you're gonna do this and you want to like do it for the photography reasons, really invest in a full frame camera. Like, yes, maybe start off with something simple, but like, if you really want to do this seriously and you want to, you know, make your art and do it big and you want like that crisp photo, like really just invest in the full frame. I wish I did it years ago. <laughs> I, I saw so many places and they're all JPEGs. Oh, so JPEGs. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, the first, like, two years of traveling, seeing a lot of things, yeah, it's like, oh. And, like, with my book, like, I had to go back into so much content Mm. that it was just like, oh, no, I have to use these images. (laughs) So, yeah. So, like, if you guys want to do something later on in your life, definitely invest in a full frame.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you have a book as well. I also have a book and I was heavily inspired by Seth Lawless who has like 18 freaking books. And I was like, if he can do it, I can do it. So tell me a little bit about the, uh, the reason you wanted to create a book and talk a little bit more about that process of actually, you know, going back through those photos and reliving those memories and deciding what to put in that book.
1: So I actually had no intention of ever doing a book. I really had no intention of ever doing anything with my work. Um, But a publishing company actually came across my work um, and asked me if I wanted to do it with them. And, you know, it was really nerve wracking because I'm not a writer. Um, You know, I'm not good with my words. So it was a struggle, but like it was something good. It was an achievement. And it made me feel proud, like I'm actually getting like recognized for like this passion and everything like that. So it was kind of awesome. And like with that, I mean, it was a struggle to try to come up with 6,000 words, but at the same time, it was fun because like, I had to go back and research like all these places. Like I had to go back and try to figure out like, okay, where is this in my map of like thousands and thousands of locations? What was this name? Okay. And like with my book, I didn't put any of the names of the locations. Um, Mm -hmm. unless they were like demolished or like very well known. So like Mm -hmm. I had to be careful with writing it because I didn't want to give out too many clues to give them away. Wow. So it was just a long process. And then I was like, okay, like I'm good with that. I did it. And then, uh, they asked me to do a second one and I was like, okay yeah sure why not <laughs> you know you just like you do it and it's like it's really not that bad you
0: know <laughs> yeah, looking back at it how long did yeah. it take you to make that first one
1: uh so they gave me I think like two months for the first okay. one um and I had all the material already like I already have all the content but when I had to do the second one for Pennsylvania um, I think they gave me like six months to do it because I just didn't have enough photos. And I oh, okay. was out to like the last weekend that it was due to get more stuff. Like it was bad. It was really, <laughs> really bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're like, well, I guess I got to go to Pennsylvania real quick and take some more oh, oh my
1: God. And it was in the summer too. So it was uh. so bad. Everything was so <laughs> overgrown. So like, <laughs> I admit there are a couple horrible photos in the second book because like, I I, I needed things like there's one of this one house that's so overgrown. All you see is like the windowsill. <laughs> but I was like, Fuck. <laughs> so yeah.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. So that should be interesting when that eventually comes out. COVID kind of,
0: Ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Pretty
0: much. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Speaking of COVID, have you been exploring during uh quarantine slash lockdown? Have you still been exploring? Because I mean, as we all know, there's not too many people in abandoned buildings.
1: Oh yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So I, I don't go out as much as I used to. Um, I've maybe gone out like once a month. I've done a lot of like solo weekend trips. My mom saw this thing on Facebook. It's an inflatable mattress for like the backseat of a sedan so nice. she bought that for my birthday so that I could <laughs> go traveling and sleep in my car, and not have to I do like it. hotels and stuff. So did that car for a couple weekends, but it's just so hot and humid out here. And I, you know, I'm not really leaving New York too much. So it's just like, yeah. Oh, it's not the best to sleep in the car. And I'm also not working. I'm like supporting myself, making face masks. So I'm kind of limited oh. to like what I can kind of do.
0: Wow. That's super interesting that you're doing that. Uh, I, I, Thank you, first of all, for your people. You're need awesome.
1: them. Yes,
0: it's, it's a problem. Yes, um,
1: it definitely is. I,
0: I do have to say, <laughs> although it's horrible that we're going through this i feel so comfortable wearing a mask in public because like we wear one when we go exploring see know? i've
1: never worn one going exploring i've only what? worn it <laughs> one. i'm so bad i've only worn it once and it was because the black mold was so bad that when we went back like we were just like we have to do this like we felt like our nose hands were like burning yeah i'm really bad i'm really bad with this stuff i'm telling you (laughs) i got Lyme's disease one year i got jumped on a nail wait 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 slow down tell
0: me more okay lyme disease go uh
1: yeah so it was really retarded i actually didn't even know i had it um i went down to virginia and just so you guys know i don't know if many people know this but down south there have these bugs called chiggers Yes. Um, so yeah, so they have them. So like from May till like November, you don't go to Virginia because of those and the ticks. So I didn't realize I actually had it. Like all of a sudden for like two weeks, I had, uh, like chills and then I was like tired all the time. And you just kept making up excuses, like not knowing anything. And like three weeks later, i like notice a tick and it happens to be on my boob. And I'm like, mm. how did I not notice this? <laughs> so I get, the bu- I get the bullseye and I'm like, no, it can't be this. And everyone's like, oh my God. And then my joints started hurting. Mm. And I was like, oh, but the other thing too, is I was out exploring with my friend upstate on Cinco de Mayo and I was like dude like I don't think I can drive home like I'm that tired like I think we might have to get a hotel and we were only like an hour from his place in the city maybe and then I had like an hour and a half home but yeah it it's exhausting (laughs) wow and then the antibiotics from it are they screw your brain up really bad for like a week you can't you don't make sense (sighs)
0: that's bad (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. The things that we do to get the shot. You know oh. what I'm saying?
1: Oh, I know. And it's funny because that summer, well, that spring and summer, so like the antibiotics for the limes, you're on it, I think, for like four weeks. So you have to like av- avoid the sun for like five weeks. And then I was back out exploring like maybe two weeks later and I jumped on a nail. So then I had to go back on antibiotics <laughs> and I had to avoid the sun for another two weeks. So it was like that whole summer I couldn't explore. I couldn't be in the sun at all because the antibiotics. So yeah, um, kids definitely check yourself.
0: <laughs> check yourself yeah. for real. Also check the floor. Oh my God. I was in uh, Rhode Island exploring a, uh, theme park and my I was vlogging at the time so I wasn't paying attention and my foot literally my shoe went like right over top these nails and the nails went right between my toes (laughs) oh yeah you you got
1: lucky (laughs) see i was climbing through a window and there was like an air conditioner like below the window Uh, in the wall and i like didn't have good balance and so i just jumped and it was dark i couldn't see and it was a board (gasps) on the floor and like my friends were here from canada and they were like oh my god do you want to leave and i'm like no it's fine take your pictures and it hurt so bad Uh, but like after like 10 minutes i was like all right i'm gonna take pictures now (laughs) Yeah, You're was like, oh, we'll
0: deal with this tetanus later. It's fine. Oh, uh, yeah. No,
1: definitely. Yeah. So now I remember that I was 30 when I got my tetanus shot. So I'm good so I'm 40. So that's good.
0: Perfect. <laughs> 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 okay. So tell me about your scariest exploration.
1: Uh, scary. I knew you were going to ask me this one too. And I was thinking about it earlier. Um, I feel like uh, there hasn't really been scary. Like the most nerve wracking one is there's this one mansion that's pretty popular out here and not that many people do it, um, because there's a guard dog.
0: Um,
1: Ooh. and it was so funny because like me and my friend were outside for like an hour and a half, like trying to find a way in and the dog didn't do anything. And then I noticed that there's like a window and it's like missing a little bit. And I'm like, Hmm, I'm like, let's check this out. And realize realized it was plexiglass. So we're just standing there, like not even making a noise. And the dog starts barking. And I was like, oh my God, what do we do? And my heart's just like pounding and pounding. And it, that was that was very terrifying. Um, and then there's actually another time, there's um, an old palace theater in uh, New York, New Jersey. And oh my God, I thought I was going to die. Um, I had probably the worst panic attack of my life. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Um,
1: there was like a different way in that, like every single time I went there, there was like a new way in. And this one way I went in, Um, It was the winter, and there was ice on the steps, but because the steps were, like, all debris, it was just kind of like a mountain. And I kept telling my friend, like, we can't go up. Like, it's all ice. Like, if we slide, we're falling out the hole that's in the wall and, like, plummeting down. Like, we were really high up. Like, we were on, like, one of the top balconies in this theater. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Like, I texted one of my friends, so I was like, I'm totally going to (laughs) die. Yeah, so that was probably my most like nerve-wracking, scariest, traumatic experience.
0: Wow, I uh, got stuck in an abandoned jail once. Um, Oh my god, in the cell? No, no, not in the cell. Because I was like, like, I've heard about that (laughs) happening to someone. I'm sure it's happened before. That was a fear of mine. As I was shutting the cell door, I was like, oh my god, wait, what if it locks Oh yeah, no, I would never do that oh my god but no we uh we were in this jail a cop showed up was camped outside waiting for us to come out i had somewhere to be and there was no other way out and we were like okay we either go back out the way we came probably get arrested or we climb over this razor wire fence sound like a good idea (laughs) yeah
1: oh my god
0: oh my god yeah the one thing thing is is that
1: the more you do this though like the better you get at it because like I mean I don't know there was this one power plant and it was just like when is this barbed wire fence gonna end it was like three fences and it was just like oh my god I'm so tired of doing this it's (laughs) it's just insane the effort
0: it takes to going into power plants is just Mm -hmm. really not not worth it to me these days oh for sure the only i've been to a nuclear power plant and uh luckily we were allowed to be there uh this band was uh, like filming a bunch of music videos and so they were like yeah you can come film in our abandoned power plant that's fine but that's the closest i've been to exploring a power plant oh yeah i know
1: you guys don't have that much out where you are like you got to come out Mm -hmm. this way a little bit more
0: yeah, the East Coast is the shit. Uh, whenever I tour with bands as a videographer or, you know, whenever I tour with my own band, uh, I'm planning on stop. When we stop in each city, I want to link up with an explorer and, and like, explore their area. I, I think it would be super fun. So that's oh, yeah, the plan yeah, for, for when uh, COVID goes the fuck away.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I hear you. But don't Long Island doesn't have much, so don't waste your time. <laughs> Maybe, like, a couple of things. That's why I'm always leaving. Like, that's why I travel every weekend because, like, there's really not that much here. Mm. Um but yeah, I don't know. You definitely have to travel more and see the world. That's what I love doing rather, just being able to see the world and experience different areas.
0: Absolutely. Same. I am the exact same way. Uh so tell me about your favorite exploration.
1: Uh, everyone always asks me this and like I'm never one that like has like favorites. Um but, like, one place that, like, is kind of, like, close to me, and, like, I always said, like, once I got there, like, I could retire if I wanted to, and I mm-hmm. haven't, it's been years. Um, but there was this old silk mill, um, and it still had, like, the sewing machines and, like, all the thread up on the wall, like, all this really colorful thread. Um, and, like, I've been working with, like, felt, like. Um, like making ornaments and stuff for like the last 10 years and like just like kind of ran in my family and everything like that like my whole family is very hands-on with like building and sewing and everything like that so it was just like significant to me that I just needed to get there
0: mm. I think that's cool you should definitely explore it for sure
1: Oh, no, I have.
0: Oh, you have? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I I have
1: two two years ago.
0: Gotcha. Okay. I was like, if you haven't gone in, you need to see it. Oh, (laughs) no. I actually
1: met the the owner um, previous to going in. Well, the new owner is like her mother or whatever. She lives behind it. And oh, my God. Like, this is why I love traveling so much. Because, like, even though she didn't want me taking any pictures of the outside, She was talking to me for like an hour, just like about the town and the history and her life and like what they're planning to do the video. And like, it was hot out and she went inside the house, came back outside with a popsicle for me, like (laughs) sweet as can be. And then before I was leaving, she like kept insisting that she buys me dinner and a drink, like kept insisting. And I was like, no, I have like a four hour drive home. Like I just want to (laughs) go. And she's like, no, she's like, here's $20. I'll Western Union me back the change. Wow. Like that doesn't happen that's amazing
0: <laughs> so no, it's like really just... interesting <laughs> yeah you're like somebody was hospitable what
1: <laughs> yeah and like to such an extreme too so it's nice yeah. to like travel and get to meet like these these folks that are really kind
0: definitely even some security guards you know I've been in a couple places where the security guards like yeah go ahead have fun
1: like, oh yeah no you definitely go. yeah like I've run into like workers in the past that at first they're annoyed and then they like kind of understand what you're doing. And they're like, okay, mm. yeah, go ahead. And even like with cops, like I've gotten co- caught by the cops a couple times. And the second time, was it the second time? No, the first time that it happened, they were just so dumbfounded with what we were doing. And then they were yeah. like, all right, well, well, while we wait for the property manager to come, we're going to go explore. So take pictures. And we're like, what? <laughs> so this is so okay. bizarre. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was nice.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, so do you have any goal places, places that you haven't been that you like, are dying to go to?
1: Um, I really want to try to get out of the United States and kind of go to over to Europe. Um, yes. Like I said, I love Victorian architecture. I love like all old architecture so to sort of like see like the chateaus and the villas and like the churches and everything. Mm, you know, yeah. take all in that old world.
0: Yeah, definitely. Literally, the old world. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so if you could live in one place you've explored for one week, which place would it be?
1: I probably wouldn't because I'm afraid of the dark. <laughs> um,
0: Good answer. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Like,
1: I hear sounds and I freak out. Like, if I had people with me, uh, I don't know. I mean, I would definitely have to be something small, a house. I, so I wouldn't want to stay in something large where there could be, like, creepy things, animals. <laughs> There was one time I went to a building and me and my, well, house and me and my friend were like scared shitless. He thought it was a pig upstairs. So I'm freaked what? out, climbed down a desk and we go upstairs and it's turkey vultures.
0: Turkey vultures. Yes.
1: They sound like pigs. It's so strange, but they do. I've heard it from other people.
0: I'm going to find the sound and I'm going to insert into the <laughs> podcast right here. So everyone can hear what a turkey vulture sounds yes, like.
1: Yes. Have you ever experienced one? no oh my god they're so terrifying
0: <laughs> i mean any type of vulture sounds terrifying <laughs> oh
1: yeah no definitely i went into a house at night um in pennsylvania a little while ago and as soon as i walked in and i don't do stuff at night but someone was like i want to find ghosts and like i don't like ghosts so i went in there already like scared of like the dark and i see feathers on the floor and i'm like okay yeah no this isn't good And they walk in a room and all of a sudden they freak out and they come running and I slam the door and I was like, I knew, I knew there was going to be a turkey wheelchair in this out, so bad.
0: (laughs) Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Be careful. If you come out this way or down South, Yeah
0: be careful for the creatures especially in the south they got alligators and snakes and all yeah. kinds of crazy shit
1: oh my god and i don't know if you heard but this is maybe about a couple of months ago they had meth crocodiles in florida or something <laughs> like, like
0: crocodiles? that crocodiles
1: is yes. this 2020 or what <laughs> yeah it's <not> <laughs>
0: we got zombie bath salts and we got oh you mean they're zombies oh no no it's it's a drug it's bath salts oh so you're trying to hide zombies is what you're saying
1: oh yeah no definitely oh my god i watched videos on that when that was a thing (laughs) and the things people do on those oh my god this is why i don't do drugs
0: exactly same same (laughs) (laughs) what is the farthest you've traveled to go exploring um
1: The furthest I travel, I mean, I flew out to St. Louis once for like a weekend to hang out with someone um, many, many years ago. So that's probably my furthest. My furthest driving um, was driving back probably from Tennessee.
0: Mm, Yeah, that's quite a hike. Yeah. Back to New York. Dang.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm crazy. I mean, I did a trip from New York to Ohio and I did pretty much the entire state of Ohio in like two to three three days and I actually like slacked off one day and then I hit West Virginia and then Virginia on like my last two days and back up to New York in five what days. What did you,
0: did you hit spots along, all along the way as well?
1: Uh, yeah. So I actually hit a couple things out in Pennsylvania before driving into Ohio. And then I drove like all the way across Ohio, um, over towards like Toledo. And then I went down to Columbus and then down to West Virginia.
0: Wow, I I explored a an elementary school in West Virginia and it was insane. Like, oh yeah, I can what? imagine. Four floors, all concrete, basketball court, like oh my god, it was insane. Yeah. From the 1920s too, like yeah, I love it's the East Coast. Nuts.
1: Yeah, know, I know. The first time I actually went to West Virginia though, it was a little it was a little terrifying. Like we actually were in Virginia and we had such bad skies, so we drove all the way to this old hotel in West Virginia. And just like driving around the area, like I felt like I was in the hills had eyes. like it was Straight just like up. the movie scene and yeah. oh yeah, no, it was a little weird. And then like all the Confederate flags and everything yep. like that was just like, all right, yeah, I'm not I'm not used to this.
0: Yeah, we the town we found that elementary school in, the population was 105. like wow,
1: yeah, that's that nothing.
0: That was it. Everybody knows everybody. Like it's crazy. Yeah,
1: and it's sad because like one of the towns that we like drove through was like a movie scene. Like all the little kids like riding their bikes with no shoes, like all dirty from playing (laughs) and stuff. And like it's kind of sad because like the houses that they were living in, like we are driving past and we're like, oh my god, look at all these houses. They're abandoned, and like they're not. And it's just like sad, like how much of that goes on in this world Mm -hmm. that you know, even driving anywhere on the East coast, really. I mean, even off state New York, like you'll drive past a house, you'll be like, Oh, it's abandoned. And then you drive past and you're like, there's cars or, you know, this house is collapsing and it's sad, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, so my last question for you is what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring?
1: Well, doing traveling a little bit wiser, um, Definitely. If that's what you want to do. I mean, I just started doing like hotel points and everything like that to try to like, you know, do it smart, you know, get out there as much as you can try to take advantage of like the free hotels and stuff like that. And then also, I mean, take your time, you know, just learn as you go. You won't learn it overnight. I mean, it took me two years to really get to what people know me for, you know, my work as it is these days so yeah just take the time in yourself and work towards it and you know just be careful don't be stupid you know don't get caught don't vandalize yeah. things <laughs>
0: so. perfect all right so if people want to follow you fo- follow your journey or if they want a face mask how can they find you
1: uh, so you can find me on Instagram um, at Jen Brown um, I also have a website where I have my book and prints uh, for sale. That's JenBrownXO.com. And then my my mask uh, can be felt on. Uh, I can't speak right now. Can be found on uh, FeltLoved.com, um, and that's where I also sell like my little felt keychains and stuff that look like food and animals.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the No Tracers podcast and sharing some of your stories with the audience.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun
0: all right guys that was my podcast with jen brown xo you can check her stuff out in the description she's got instagram she's got a website she's got face masks all of the links are down in the description for you guys thank you for listening to this episode of no tracers i hope you enjoyed it i hope you hit that subscribe button so you get notified next week when another episode comes out which by the way is every friday morning at 9 a.m pacific standard time i can't thank you guys enough this podcast is growing rapidly i appreciate it i felt like there was a need for a podcast like this and soon i'm gonna have greg abandoned on the podcast and he's also starting a podcast so super excited to talk to him about that but if you enjoyed this episode please do me a huge favor and leave a rating and some feedback and if you do that i will actually send you a signed photo print of an abandoned place that i have explored other than that I'll talk to you guys next week on No Tracers. My name is K, just the letter K. Don't forget to check out Liquid Death Water. Thank you for partnering with me. I am now a death peddler. That means you guys get a discount on water. And you don't have to waste plastic bottles anymore. So check out Liquid Death. There's a link in the description. Check it out. Have a blast. And come back next week for another episode of No Tracers. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.